So first up, we have uh, Shane Sikora from Rumble Resources. Uh, Rumble is an exploration company focused on a number of assets in Western Australia, both their own and in JB with, um, with other groups. Uh, Shane, you're lucky to be sitting in essentially a COVID-free state, uh, unlike uh, us Victorians. Uh, you've had a good few months of progress with some fantastic macro drivers obviously playing out in your favour. Uh, we'll hand over the controls uh, of the presentation to you now uh, and look forward to hearing more about uh, Rumble's story. Thanks, Warwick. I uh, appreciate the opportunity to uh, present the Meet the CEO webinar and I uh, appreciate everyone that's in attendance today. Uh, what you'll see here on the front page is our Western Queen high-grade central open pit historic production, 190,000 ounces at 8.9 grams. And what you'll see on the um, uh, on the left-hand side there is our technical director, Brett Keelor, looking at can we find resources um, below the pit and is there a chance of replications along strike? So I think a good background to our company, circa three or four years ago, I became MD of the company. And what I recognised was we needed someone technically within the business that's been there and done it before. Got introduced to Brett Keelor, twice AMEC Prospect of the Year, once for Tropicana, once for Plutonic, was one of the, uh, the early stage founders of Resolute and Independence. Both companies went from $0.05 cents to $9.00. And along the way, he discovered multiple deposits that turned into mines. His skill set is early stage exploration all the way through discovery. So when we got together, we wanted to put a, a strategy that was going to really utilise his skill set, but also a sustainable model that would give us a chance for multiple discoveries. So we come up with the pipeline of project strategy, where we do low-cost optionality up front on projects, do a stage payment over our various years with a balloon payment at the back end. So rather than buying the project up front, which would be quite costly and dilutive, um, it gives us a chance to test uh, projects within that first year. So we'll, we developed a whole series of projects. We've tested those. Fast forward three years ahead, uh, and like um, any good uh, strategy, you start to focus in on near-term discoveries. We've now got five key assets that we're focusing on, which we think are near-term discovery. And you'll see uh, the first one in the pipeline is the Western Queen, which I mentioned before. Um, we did a two-stage approach um, where we intercepted numbers like six metres at 34 grams, six at 37. Uh, we feel like we have an opportunity to do resource extensions below the mine now, and we've got a series of high-grade shoots that we'll be targeting. We're about to embark on a 12,000-metre drill program, or we've actually commenced a 12,000-metre drill program there we think we can get resource extensions and hopefully some uh, new high-grade discoveries. As you go down the pipeline, we have got two advanced projects that are large-scale systems, and, and we call them Tier 1 potential based on the metal budget. So the Manara Gully uh, project in its first drill program, we hit 1.5 kilometres of gold, copper and silver up to 50 metres wide, and it opened in all directions. We've got over 40 kilometres of strike there targeting large-scale VMS, it's not our current focus, our Western Queen is, but later on in the year we'll look to do some step-outs, but extremely exciting project. We've also got the Irahidi project, uh, which is a zinc-lead silver play. Um, you'll see that zinc start to uh, come back in vogue with IGO taking a 20% stake in New Century Zinc. We've got a, uh, a zone where we've got three, a 200 metre wide zone up to 41 metres in vertical width of zinc and lead. And what we're targeting there is 40 to 100 million tonnes of open pitable resources, circa 5%. So to give you an idea, a 40 million tonner at 4% open pit is similar to 
uh, equivalent to a 1.8 million ounce, they're going 1.5 grams open pit. Uh, if you find 100 million tonnes, it's similar to a 6 million ounce gold deposit going 1.5 grams open pit. So extremely high grade, uh, high, uh, large scale. Um, as with the Minari Gully project, not our focus right now, but something that we'll get to later on in the year. Um, as part of the, the strategy, um, we're happy to look at getting some heavy lifting done by uh, other parties. And we've got two uh, fantastic projects in Tier 1 world-class jurisdictions, one in the Patterson province called the Lamel Project, where we feel like we've got the best um, untested drill target in the Patterson province called the Lamel Dome. has a similar size trend in inferred host rocks to the nearby Antalpa deposit, which is a 32 million ounce. I'll go into more detail as we um, uh, progress through the presentation. We've also got a, uh, a joint venture with IGO on our Fraser Range assets, which you would be familiar with uh, the new legend uh, discovery called Mawson's, uh, but also how the company uh, Serious Resources go from $0.05 cents to $5. Extremely exciting um, area in Western Australia. Um, we've got all our assets in, in Western Australia at the moment. It's a, a great time to be in Western Australia, obviously, with this current environment. Um, even through the peak COVID times, we had access to all our, um, our, our projects and um, low uh, community rates at this point in time. I just wanted to show this uh, page today as well. Um, when Brett started uh, circa three years ago, we were one cent. And like any good uh, company, uh, in the first two or three years, you're looking to build intrinsic value. And you can see here there's been a steady progress um, in our share price. But at some point in time, when you get close to your near-term discoveries, then your share price should start to take off. So we've gone from circa one cent to uh, 16 of recent, but we think we're on the precipice of something really significant um, with the projects we've got. Our performance rights are at 20, 30, 40, 50, a dollar and two bucks. Um, we think we have got the projects within our stable to get us to that point, and we're on the precipices of, uh, of doing that. The cash at the moment says 2.9 as of the last uh, March quarterly, but as you'll see highlighted in 0.6, we recently uh, completed a 6 million capital raise oversubscribed. So we've got a really robust um, uh, cash balance now to really execute our strategy and drive it home in this last, the next six months. This, uh, this, this page here is the uh, Western Queen. Um, you'll see here, this is where the 190,000 ounces at 0.8.9 grams historically was mined. They started going down uh, to the underground production, which was uh, 10 grams a tonne, and they hit this pegmatite dike, which stopped them from uh, progressing. They did a couple of holes on the other side, which suggested that it continued on, uh, but they walked away. This was circa 20 years ago when the gold price was $300 an ounce. Um, the schematics have changed pretty significantly since then. And, and what we noticed straight away was that the, the focus of the drilling at this project had been uh, around the, the historic um, uh, deposits. So we went about doing a two-stage approach to see, one, was there a tool that could help us find the high-grade gold? And two, could we get an understanding of the geology um, to help us you know, identify new shoots and extensions at depth? So historically, there was a six metres at 36 that you'll see here. We drilled a six metres at 34, 50 metres a long strike. We felt like the, the chute could be flat lying, so we did two holes further out away from um, that six at 34. We hit five metres at five and four at three. They weren't the grades that we were looking for. So we looked to use a, a, a tool that's been successful for companies like Bellevue Gold. We did downhole EM 
looking for a conductor plate, which we were hoping to be a tool that would find the higher grade. We subsequently drilled that plate, which had gold within the, in the system. But once again, not the grades we were looking for. However, we did a hole 50 metres below the plate, which intercepted 0.7 at 26 grams, which was the light bulb moment. That 0.7 metres at 26 grams uh, entered into a tremolite scarm, which is a bright green material. When we reviewed the 6 at 34, this was also in a tremolite scarm. And historically, we looked at the Western Queen uh, historic production, and they were, it was an amphibolite load, which says that was a, a tremolite scarn as well. So this scarn is non-conductive, and the area that's conductive is in this shear zone that runs through the project for 5.5 k's. So now what's exciting is we now all we need to do in this next round of drilling, which has commenced, is starting to step down this chute here. To give you an idea, uh, SBX uh, had a, a discovery called Penny West that went 300,000 ounces at circa 13 grams, got bought for 250 mil uh, by Remilius. Um, that whole deposit was 300 metres long. We've already distinguished 300 metres, so we think we can start to get some significant size here as well. But not just um, looking at this uh, area, we felt like was there a chance of finding more shoots along strike? This is the area I was just mentioning before. Um, you'll see further to the north that we've got um, 7 metres at 60, 6 at 37, 11 at 17, significantly high grade, and never hung together. We have since done some work um, with some shallow drilling that show that there's some overriding reverse faults. And when we went back into the central pit, the top 40 metres had very little gold as well. So we drilled 250 metres to the north, and we hit 8 metres at 7 grams. Why that's significant is because it had been soil sampling on the surface, and there was not an ounce, uh, not a skerrick of gold there. What it's showing is that there is, there is this overriding reverse fault for the top sort of 40 metres, which could be hiding these blind shoots. So we think there's a significant chance of a replica of the Western Queen Central to the north. As we go uh, further to the south, there's a shallow oxide mineralisation zone. Um, and as, as part of the shallow oxide mineralisation zone, you'll see that there's a 2 metre at 40 and a 3 at 10. But what's also significant is to the... Um, but at the depths, we hit uh, one metre at 17 grams. Similar to what we feel like at the, you know, hitting the top of the chute at the Western Queen Central, we think we might have clipped the bottom of the chute at the Western Queen Central oxide zone. So we think there's another chance for another replication there. So each one of these chutes could be between three and 500,000 ounces, which is really exciting. The Western Queen Princess is another potential chute that you see here. Five metres at three grams, three at 20. There's been no drilling beneath this whatsoever. Um, and as we keep going south, there's another historic uh, pit there, 25,000 ounces at 3.6 grams open pit. Um, there's still a historic resource, 83,000 ounces at 3 grams, which we think um, we can uh, potentially get into a point where we can get in production. So at this point in time, our 12,000 metres is going to be drilling uh, for shoots at depth and along stride and, and down uh, plunge. You'll see here... Um, within the area, there is actually three operating uh, processing mills. There's the Dalgaranga mill, there's the Checkers Gold mill, and the Tuckabiana mill. We think with this Western Queen uh, South Pit, we can do some um, definition drilling in this next round of drilling that we get it to an indicated uh, resource where we can then look at potentially um, doing a deal with a, a mill in the area. For instance, the Dalgaranga mill is currently putting through 0.9 gram dirt. Um, if we could provide them with you know, between 60 to 100,000 ounces at 2.5 grams. You know, that could be something pretty exciting for Rumble 
an innovative way of um, funding the rest of our exploration. That's not our focus. We'd get a joint venture in when they come along and complete the exploration uh, or the, the mining. We've just focused on the high-grade shoots at depth and a long strike. So we've commenced this program, the 12,000 metres. Uh, we, we've got confidence that we can get the resources, um, you know, uh, extensions at the Western Queen Central, and we're hoping we can find some really nice um, other shoots along strike. This is happening as we speak. You'll see here um, the, the red area is the, the, the original ground that we had. We've just um, expanded our, our ground at the Western Queen based on the work we've done. So originally we had 5.5 k's of strike. We've now expanded that to 35 kilometres of strike. So an increase of 500% uh, in ground uh, and targeted areas. And we've actually um, looked at the historic drilling. The historic drilling uh, from the Western Queen South was drilling to the, the southwest. Our new interpretation was that the, the drilling the, or the shear zone continues, continues north and south. And you'll see here that there's been no uh, drilling um, on the north-south extensions to the shear zone and to the north as well. So it's, just, it's an exciting project that we're, at, um, you know, we're focused on at this point in time. As part of uh, being part of Rumble, as I mentioned before, we have at Fraser Range Assets with uh, IGO. You're obviously familiar with, as I said before, the Silver Knight and the Mawson's Discovery. Uh, you know, and the Mawson's Discovery with Legends now setting that company to a three to 400 mil market cap. We actually have a project 30 kilometres along strike. Uh, IGO has already generated 13 kilometres of copper-zinc anomalies with conductors. There's a magnetic and gravity feature similar to Mawson's pre-discovery. Uh, they're scheduled to go out there in the June quarter to be drill testing those. Um, further to the south, we've got the Thunderstorm project. Uh, in their first uh, regional exploration program, they actually found 13 kilometres of gold uh, in a paleo channel. So to give you an idea, when Tropicana was discovered, there was only th um, three kilometres uh, of gold. So you get the Tier 1 nickel copper targets and you've got the Tier 1 gold targets there as well. Last but not least is the Patterson um, project, uh, the Lummel project. We um, picked this up in between Telfer and Nifty. Um, and what we uh, identified earlier on with the Airborne Magnetics program was the Lummel Dome target. You'll see here the Telfer Dome, which is a 32 million ounce uh, deposit, sits 30 kilometres out to the east. We generated the Lummel Dome target, which is the same size um, in third host rocks and trends as the Telfer Dome. Um, which sits right here. Never been drill tested because it was thought to have one kilometre of cover. Um, we then did a, a joint venture with uh, AIC Mines where they're going to spend $6 million to earn 50%. Um, and that point in time, we can actually co-contribute. They've just done a, a range, a series of um, targeting um, with their geophysicals, geophysics, which has actually suggested there is an intrusive uh, there. And they're about to embark on their maiden drill program um, in the uh, in September. So drilling a pipeline of projects, as I said, we've got a major 12,000 metre program at the Western Queen project, which has commenced. You've got Tier 1 uh, uh, Fraser Range assets being um, drill tested. You've got the uh, Tier 1 uh, Patterson project, uh, Patterson Province um, targets being tested in September. So to um, so give you the, the final piece of where we are, de-risk Pipeline of project strategy gives you multiple um, chances of discovery. We're drilling the Western Queen high-grade gold targets, which is our focused, extremely high-grade and exciting. We've got Tier 1 nickel, copper and gold targets in the Fraser range. 
Um, we've also got Tier 1 gold copper targets in the Patterson province, which are about to be tested. So multiple avenues to um, give us a significant re-rating. We've got a strong cash position after our $6 million capital raise. And we've also got uh, a really successful technical director, twice prospect of the year, behind the, uh, behind the wheel for our exploration targeting. So look, I thank you all today for, for hearing the story and uh, look forward to some uh, further questions. Thanks, uh, thanks, Shane. You've covered um, covered a bit of ground there uh, in your a lot of time. Well done. Um, first question from uh, David, I guess, talks to uh, sort of uh, business model, uh, and he wants to know sort of the pipeline of the projects um, that you've just gone through. You mentioned that they um, you think you're de-risking. Maybe just provide us a bit of uh, context of to why you say those are those are de-risked and um, the strategy. Well, I feel like you know, I sort of mentioned there was five in the pipeline. I've, I've only had a chance to talk to three today. We just feel like it's, it's hard to make discoveries. And uh, if you just focus on one project and it doesn't come in, then you've got to restart, reinvent the wheel again. By having multiple avenues to discovery, it just gives you better odds and better chances to make discoveries. So Western Queen, obviously, we've already had two stages. So we know that the, the high-grade gold is there. It's just about, uh, about to see how big. The, the, the targets at the Fraser Range aren't just neurology. They've already had um, work done by IGO over a couple of stages which have generated you know, Tier 1 targets. And the same with the Patterson Province. It's not just a neurology play. There's been a series of geophysical programs that have suggested um, that there is a potential intrusive there. And, and the Monaro Gully and the, and the Irrahiti, which I couldn't go into more detail, as a large metal budget already, we suggest that there's a large system there. So you've got five chances for significant re-ratings rather than just the, the one project uh, company. Right, gotcha. Um, question that goes back to one of your uh, your earlier slides. Uh, you, you mentioned you had re reviewed a, a whole bunch of projects before uh, settling on the, on, on the ones that you've uh, sort of wanted to develop further. Can you maybe just give us a bit of colour as to sort of the, the qualification process or how you how you went picking the ones you, you settled on? Yeah, so uh, Brett Keeler was not just uh, the exploration manager at uh, Resolute and IGO, he was project generator uh, globally. So he's got a, a fairly decent Rolodex of projects that he knows, he believes will either work or won't work. And we've looked at, I think, between six and 700 um, projects to get to the point we are. So they're really critically analysed to get to the point where there are a chance of some significant discoveries. Um, and for me, it's hard sometimes because I send a lot of projects to Brett and they don't make the grade. Um, so it's not uh, like there's been a, a group of people with a bag of projects coming to us saying, test these, been highly critically analysed to get to a point where we feel like we're in a precipice of something pretty significant on the on the projects that we have. Yeah, great. Perhaps just a, uh, a final one. Well, there's two questions just asking on, on timing of, uh, of, of some of the results. Uh, can you provide, give us sort of any... Um, any, any, any indications to what, uh, what sort of timing you're looking around of the results coming up? Yeah, so with the Western Queen, it's, you know, it's a large program, minimum 12,000 metres, which we believe will be expanded. Um, we think there's another at least three weeks of drilling to be had there. What we hope um, to happen is that, based on the results there, we'll, we'll eventually have a drillery out there full-time, you know, obviously doing resource expansion. So I'd expect the next three to five weeks to start seeing some, um, some numbers. 